Hello and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS marketing agency 47 Insights. On today's show, I have an interview with Jason Morehouse, co-founder and CEO of Checkfront. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm with Jason Morehouse uh, from Checkfront, and today this is the first part of a two-part conversation uh, with both uh, Jason, who's a co-founder and CEO, is that right? That's correct, yeah. Uh, and uh, Angela, who is your marketing manager, is that yeah. correct? Yeah, and Angela's right. on holiday at the moment, so she is. we're going to film her a bit later and then stitch it together. Do the magic. So, um, if anybody doesn't know anything about Checkfront, what's your kind of elevator pitch? What do you tell them? Well, they should know. Um, yeah, so we're an online booking system for tours, activities is kind of where we spend most of our time. So the whale watching in the Inner Harbor, bungee jumping, um, city tours, that's really how we started was those small local tours. Um, so we really run, effectively run their business in the background. So we process all their bookings, their payments, analytics, uh, integrate into all their uh, marketing software, accounting software. So we're really the back-end system for those tour activity kind of experience-based businesses. And when you say for them, you mean, you know, these businesses are global, worldwide? Yeah, so we're in 120-odd countries, effectively. Wow. Um, uh, I mean, primarily the U.S., Canada, Australia, New Zealand, U.K. This is the biggest markets for us, but... You know, we've got them in Dubai and, and uh, Portugal, Italy, Iceland. Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, take me back to you know, how you guys got started, how Checkfront got started. You know, what was the, the germ of it? Where did it come from? Yeah, so I mean, I've, I've got a, uh, my most, most of my experience is in uh, e-commerce, effectively. Uh, before that, my co-founder kind of had a... a uh, enterprise sales um, background, and we, we we wanted to do something, but from we really found the need from the consumer side. So we had a small families, each of us, and um, we uh, were frustrated when we would go to book whatever it was, a ski trip or some small <laughs> activity, and we were, were constantly filling out email forms or literally having to mail checks. So we knew that there was a need, especially in the small business side, because there was large enterprise software at that point. It was lots mm-hmm. of on-premise, lots of old, um, clunky software. Um, so we, you know, we built out a small prototype. We found one customer that, that, that we knew and built out a little prototype for him. We were still working day jobs, and uh, uh, there, there was some interest and traction there. We kind of left it on. We left it for free, and we might have had a lead a week. Um, <laughs> So how long did that go on, that gestation period? That was Far too long. So it was probably a year. And again, it was moonlit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the product was poor. <laughs> it probably was not great. There was no support. There, the support box was my inbox. Uh, there was no documentation. Um, but people would come in, they, they would use it. Uh, and then really the accelerator was when we started to build some integrations into it. So when did you... Just for the sake of clarity, when did you guys get started? When what sort of period was so this? So 2010, 
Yeah. Uh, it was still moonlit, really 2011, 2012 was when we started charging for it so we could make some yeah. money off of it. Um, and, you know, added a staff member or two. To, to, it was a lot of wow. edu- education early on. So, so you just scratched around, itched, created this thing, you know, just to see if it would fly. Yeah. And it just slowly gathered momentum. That's right. On its own accord or how did, did, you, did you do any marketing to start off with? No marketing per se. I mean, I guess you could consider it you know, growth hacking if, if that's kind of a gooey term. But um, the there was no budget, there was no money because nobody was paying, paying us. So it was a lot of early link building, building those integrations, which ended up really accelerating the company. Um, the WordPress one was a big one, so that was one we deployed. It was 30 lines of code and then went to bed and woke up in the morning. My inbox was full of really <laughs> angry customers who didn't know how to use the plugin. Who installed the plugin. And <laughs> but there was, there was a market there, right? Yeah. So it validated. At that point, we, we, we did kind of rethink it and say, all right, there's something here. Uh, obviously, we have to make it better and fix it and probably bring some people to, to support it and build it out. And then uh, really took that approach for another couple of years. Just wow. Refined. Both on both on kind of our go-to-market or our marketing and really the product. Um, so, so so at what point did you guys leave your day jobs? At what point did this, did you go all in? It's like, this is serious now. Yeah, so it was a bit of progression. So I was, at that point I was contracting, so I kept cutting back the contracts so that I right. could Gradually. cover the mortgage. <laughs> and then at one point, it was still a big stretch for probably about a year um, to get to a point where there was enough revenue to, to cover the basic essentials. Hmm. Um, so 2012 is really the the year, I think, where we started to see a business. And, and unlike probably what you might see today with a great company vision and, and this lofty business plan, this was a very organic process where we knew there was opportunity. Uh, it wasn't, it doesn't, hasn't, didn't end up where we, where we initially were kind of thinking about it. It was much bigger, basically. Yeah. Um, but through you know, those three or four years, um, we started to see... Um, that that there was an emerging market, right? So there was a, an early business case for it, but it just wasn't ready. So it was literally waiting for a couple of years. Wow. For, so you were slightly ahead of the game? There was probably a couple of years ahead because there was a lot of education still around cloud, right? Hmm. So small businesses were still installing their software, you know, yeah. using Microsoft Office and their, their CD-ROMs and whatnot, which really kind of ages the company a bit, but, uh, <laughs> and myself. Uh, but that changed over time, as we know. And SaaS is not, a, you know, a novelty anymore. So tell me a bit more about those, uh, just because I'm intrigued, uh, those gro- early growth hacking mm. tactics that you employed. This was before growth hacking was even... A term, wasn't we it? invented it. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I mean, there there was. We struggled to kind of find our identity in in, in the early days. We were effectively kind of a booking system for everything. Mm. Um, uh, our use cases were were fairly close to where we are now, but in the early days, our marketing was very just. Hey, if you have a service that you need to sell, uh, we're 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 an option for you. Um, which even today it's an eclectic group of, of customers. There's still uh, you know, a, a wide range of verticals that use us, the ones that we don't necessarily focus on from a sure. marketing um, lens. But uh, 
So it took that year of customers coming in and, 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 and putting pricing on it and increasing the pricing and figuring out who were the ones that would actually pay and stick around. Mm. Um, so starting at nine dollars, you know, going from so that actually um, helped us build the business. Yeah, help separate the wheat from the chaff. You know, the serious people from the. We didn't want to build a, uh, like a passive product, right? Mm. Um, so the ones that were angry to pay nine dollars a month. Um, uh, bless their hearts. You know that that's there's lots of services for them, but we we figured mm-hmm. out we couldn't build a sustainable business on nine dollars a month for people using it for, you know, a dog walking service or something. Because that's the interesting thing about you know what, what you said about you know, WordPress. People still think of WordPress as being this like free for all where you know people don't want to install any, or use a plugin unless it's free. They don't want yeah. to use a service unless it's free. Uh, and you. You actually broke that mold. You actually created something that was a paid-for SaaS service that um, had a WordPress plugin as a as a way of uh, going viral, if you like, or way of uh, you know getting getting the message out there. Um, but then you found a segment within that that would actually pay. And you know, even to this day, when you look at you know the typical WordPress user, the the impression people get is, oh, these guys won't pay for anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, and again, our early target was the SMBs. Um, but the fact that we, the value add, which is we are going to run your business for you, right? Um, mm-hmm. Convincing them to pay $100 a month or $200 a month uh, versus maybe some of the free stuff you'll get is not overly difficult. You can get a booking system in WordPress that costs you nothing, yeah. right? but they tap out really quickly. And you welcome people to use that and try it. <laughs> yeah, because it is, it is, you know, if it works for you, you yeah, probably exactly. don't need us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was, a, there was a real progression there and a learning experience for us to, oh. to understand all of the components of the business. I mean, the product, we've been very product-focused through, throughout mm-hmm. um, and have been lucky enough to have a lot of solid organic growth mm-hmm. that we've been able to generate, whether it's a partner channel or uh, you know an early referral program. Uh, we always had great um, organic traffic mm. through the search engines. Just and there was not a lot of competition. Mm. Whereas now there's you know a ton. <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 after we built our WordPress uh, integration, there was the only, we were the only booking system in there paid. There was fifteen probably by the end of the year. Right. Okay. That's, uh, that must have been frustrating for you to keep up it's, with that. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's like anything. People see a market opportunity and jump in and, you know, some people hang around, some people are in and out. Yeah. You know, the, Word, the, the WordPress plugin directory is just full of corpses. Isn't there? There's it a is. lot of dead plugins in there. Yeah, is, yeah. People who've tried different things. So, um, so it started off as two of you rumbling along for a couple of years. And then... so so. Who was your first hire and what role was your first hire? Support. Yeah. So we, you know, pre- going way back, um, I worked in a technical support team answering like Windows 95. Uh, <laughs> you poor soul. I know. Um, but I, I've seen how much support really changes uh, the product. Um, mm-hmm. So we didn't have all the answers as to what we were building effectively. Uh, and we needed that early feedback from our customers, prospects, whatever, yeah. angry people that didn't like the platform as to why and what, yeah. because in our space, it's, it's complicated because unlike um, a shopping cart like Shopify, you know, you're selling t-shirts, you're selling coffee mugs, they're mm. kind of the same, whereas we'll have a rafting operator that 
runs his business one way and the next one is completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had to figure out and get the input segment out the customers we didn't want to build for and then really so our, our customers building a lot of flexibility as well we did yeah yeah I mean it, it, it bites us sometimes but uh, but so the support team was four or five people before we ever added a second developer um, wow so we wanted all of that 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 feedback good and bad so at what point did you get to the stage where you thought uh, we need to hire a marketer or we need some full-time marketing help Early on, but again, we <laughs> you we, brushed it off, carried on. We did. It was best effort for for probably far too long. Um, I think we got complacent with the generous organic traffic that we were getting, right? and it was enough to um, to continue to build the product out. Sure. Uh, probably a, a year or two earlier, we should have really put some more effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we, we actually brought on uh, a marketing manager. Twenty, oh, I'm going to mess up the dates. It was 2015, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, her, her experience was really in, in, in kind of funnel management, analysts, all that. So that that worked out well. She ended up actually moving into product. So she's our director of product now. And oh, wow. Angela came in and, and picked mm-hmm. up from there, and also was you know, we were just like here. <laughs> I don't know. Thank goodness, someone. <laughs> yeah, I was. I remember she was rather stressed out for those first few months, but there was a lot. Um, and again, we 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 knew there was opportunity there, and we really wanted somebody to kind of own it and take what that momentum and, and continue to build on it. The 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 big um, thing for us was brand awareness. That was early yeah. on because we were seeing smaller, fractionally smaller um, competitors. Uh, highlighted in press and, 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 and industry news as these emerging companies where we were mm. in some cases you know a hundred times bigger than them but we were never mentioned mm. because again we were we were reliant on on a very um, organic uh, yeah. model uh, which is fine it's, it's it's it really got us to where we were but when Angela came in it was really about uh, defining the brand um, you know the, the usual kind of uh, things like paid marketing and, and, mm. and optimizing all the, the leads that were coming in, uh, marketing automation, all those things didn't exist. And we yeah. didn't have any marketing software. It was Google Analytics and like MailChimp or something, <laughs> which we we set out like one newsletter every 24 months. <laughs> it was good. There's some companies still doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, then and so and then Angela basically built up the team along with Mark, who heads up the kind of go to market. Uh, and, and, you know, I think it's five, six people now, which is, which is, you know, drastically bigger than it was before. Great. So, uh, as a business, you know, you started off with booking, you've grown the last 10 years enormously. So how, how many folks are you now? Staff or customers? Um, both ish. If you, you don't so have to tell me if you don't want to. Full time and it's about 65 people. Wow. A couple more starting this week. Um, and I think I met someone in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's on two floors now. Um, customers, uh, yeah, 4,300, 4,400. Wow. Um, so it's been good. It's been a, a nice steady pace, right? Mm-hmm. So we were maybe 40 people um, this time last year. Yeah. I guess that's, but it's not crazy. Yeah. You just hit those different inflection points. Yeah. And things change. And so, you know, from growing this business from scratch, wearing the 
develop hat, the support hat, the marketing hat. Yeah. I think it sounds like you've probably worn all hats. Yeah, finance. Um, I was really good at finance. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you've obviously uh, had to grow your CEO, CEO role and, uh, you know, what, what you do uh, a lot. So, you know, you're not from a marketing perspective. Uh, you've got... Angela and Mark and a whole team yeah. that are now responsible for that. But kind of looking back um, from from your high position now, uh, what would you have done differently if uh, if you could have in terms of, especially in terms of marketing? I mean, there's probably a lot of things that you would change, right? But particularly with regard to marketing, yeah, I could I could write a book. I mean, uh, <laughs> sales and marketing should come online earlier. Um, I mean, it's difficult when you're a bootstrap business, right? Because you have a finite amount of, of capital, usually none to little. Yeah. Um, it's all cash flow. It's all and, and we just continue to see growth without it, right? Yeah. Which, which really should be an indicator that that's where you start to tumble down. And, and um, you know, uh, I think that was probably in hindsight, we, we could have gone a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Sales didn't come online, you know. Uh, Till, till probably a bit later and we, we, we've gone up market so those SMBs are still a huge part of our business but so are the kind of bigger yeah. multi-location high volume businesses and that's kind of where sales focuses for the most yeah. part um, marketing um, I think we should have just scaled it earlier and invested because uh, in, in our in, in SaaS it's really easy to measure um, for the most part right versus mm. you know versus other traditional companies and, and when it relates to marketing so you know when something's working, you can change it really quickly. Mm. Um, and if we could have required a small amount of capital to start to just test out and then just yeah. double down on the things that are, are kind of working. And so, you know, thinking of the various different marketing levers, uh, you know, I don't know, content marketing, organic, uh, paid, social, you know, the whole range of different things. Uh, uh, would you have done anything differently? Would you have... Um, gone harder on something or softer? Um, yeah, I think I think paid acquisition. Especially then, it was actually really cheap. Um, <laughs> You're kicking yourself that you didn't do it when it was cheap. It's costing us you know, <laughs> six times as much now for, yeah. for that. So, uh, and again, it's very easily measured um, to, to, to put some capital into that. We, we always have mm. on all those channels, social, paid social, yeah. uh, you know, PPC, Content marketing. There's been best effort, yeah. Um, but we did when we were early on it. We were doing PPC, um, and we were seeing results. Mm. Um, but we never pushed it. We never pushed it mm. and put somebody in to kind of own it. Yeah, like early on. And mm. um, so I think that was probably a misstep, amongst many. Well, it's uh, it's been fantastic talking to you. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long we've spoken for, but uh, I'm conscious of your time because you're a very busy man. And uh, we're going to do uh, another bit with Angela so she can bring us up to date with <laughs> the other half of the story, I guess, uh, dealing with uh, you know, uh, running a marketing department in a, in a, in a SaaS business that's, yeah. that's, that's really growing now. Well, and with Angela, it's, it's building a marketing department, right? So she yeah. came in at an interesting time where there there was traction, there was revenue, you know, the team might have been 25 or something. So there was an emerging business there with a 
a, you know, a very minimal kind of footprint when it came to marketing, and it was her responsibility to you know, learn a lot, I think, and move in from kind of doing the day-to-day to, mm-hmm. to building a team, which is actually the hardest part. Uh, and it's hard to step away, at least in my experience, to, to going from, from doing those things day-to-day because they are gratifying. You're accomplishing things, Yeah, you right? feel like you've achieved something. Yeah, and versus, you know, you sometimes Managing. Like have a whole week where you think, what did I achieve? Because all you're doing is, is you know, kind of working with your team. So I look forward to, to that segment. <laughs> Jason, thank you very much for your time. Really Jason. appreciate it. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jason. For more info on Checkfront, please visit www.checkfront.com. For more info about this show and to get our links to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube, check out www.47insights.com. And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, please get in touch. Until next time.